the best RP table ever presents Case Taciturn Hedge, a homebrew adventure for the Laundry Files role-playing game system by Cubicle 7, inspired by The Laundry Files, a series by novelist Charles Strauss. While all of the adventures you will hear directly played in this podcast are homebrew, we do make reference to pre-mades from other sources, including Cubicle 7 and Delta Green, a supplement for Call of Cthulhu. We wish to acknowledge our sources and thank them for the many, many hours of entertainment and joy that they have brought us. It was going to be my introduction, except better words than that bullshit. Better wor- words than that bullshit, I think might be a better podcast name. That is a great title. Better words than that bullshit. Last time on Case Taciturn Hedge. Sir, would you care to accompany me indoors? Uh, We need to evacuate the team and see what our hogs can do against that creature. Wade has suffered a major wound. Both of your ears have been ripped off. One final question, Mr. McCready. What made you choose to look into Taciturn Hedge? I considered it unresolved. Can you tell me how it is you lost your ears? Nope. Do you intend on doing so again? Nope. Up for another meet at the pub? Dash A-G. That's the um, Black Chamber guy we talked to. Right. Which reminds me that he's got four kites that are as yet unaccounted for. I send back 7 p.m. question mark. You a fan of Fangoria magazine? It's the horror movie magazine. No, but do you want to be in it? You feel his hand grab your earlobe and stuff <clears throat> ink on it. A couple minutes later, <laughs> Wade calls Snake on his cell phone with it on speaker, and he's just and he's cutting off his own bandages very carefully, not knowing what he's doing. He's looking around like every once in a while for the ointment, wherever that might be. Mr. Dagger? Hey! Uh, so I'm out here at um, Occupational Health and Recovery. Uh, yeah, my, th- th- Terrence, I think was his name, my M.A. Uh, started to rip my ear off. Was he successful? Uh, no, and he oh, didn't finish you. taking off my fucking bandages either, but I asked him if he's a fan of Fangoria Magazine. He goes, he was. I goes, I'm not. But would you want to be in it? And then I grabbed his, um, I'm going to say undercarriage. I grabbed him by the undercarriage and squeezed that's what him. I was. That's what I was guessing you were going to grab him by. So I squeezed really hard. I felt many things rupture under my hand. And and I I pulled down real hard. Maybe yes. Wade. I'm hanging up now. I'm very uncomfortable <laughs> with this conversation. Anyway, uh, I think Terrence is a cultist. And, uh, or definitely. How can I help, Mr. Dagger? So I'm going to need a plumber for that. Would you? I have to find some sobs, too. He didn't finish the job, and I'm still I'm sorry, trying to... You have, you have to find some what? Salve. So ointment. Ointment, yes. Ointment. Pain make go bye-bye, Jelly. And I need to make it and rub it on my head after I cut these bandages off, which I'm really just bullshitting my way. How do I get these pads off? Do I just... Ow! 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 Okay, call me back uh, and and maybe get a bagger out here for this dipshit, because yeah, he's he's probably got some things to say. We can at least find out what's happened to the cult and that other dipshit's followers. Will do. I drop uh, D-Trigger call. I'm sorry. Uh, Dietrich. Hello. This is Dietrich. Uh, this is Mr. McCready. Mr. Dagger has been assaulted at his uh, occupational therapy appointment and he was able to subdue his assailant. He is requesting support as the assailant will require mm-hmm. interrogation. Hopefully, there's a, some information to be shared and I was hoping you could help dispatch the proper personnel to do so. I've alerted the team. They'll be there within the minute. My appreciation for the prompt action. Just a few minutes after starting his search for scissors and salve, 
Wade hears a knock. Wade opens the door to exam room four. Uh, there are two baggers standing there. Uh, they both immediately show their warrant cards. Uh, hello, boys. He's right over here. You recognize both of these from the other friendly, muscly types who who befriend most of the admin pool, oddly enough. So it's an odd mixture of typists and, oh, just big dudes hanging out and eating cake <laughs> once a week or so when it's somebody's birthday. Yeah, Wade brings those cakes and, and uh, cake pops because he's learning to cook. He's at 33. He's no slouch. They come in and pick up Tehran. And go, well, this will be interesting. Somebody will want your report. We'll get another nurse in here for you. Uh, and one of them steps out and calls forward Steph, uh, Steph Fulton, who who comes around and goes, wait, your appointment got moved back to three today. I, all I really need is the salve at this point. I, I appreciate it, but... Um... You know, the, I, it's, it's, is he having this conversation with her as the baggers are carrying him out? Uh, yeah. Oh, perfect. Carrying yeah. Tron out. And she's walking into the exam room and pulling things out. Of course, of course. Let me clean this up really quick. We'll check. And it's a couple of minutes. She's quick. She's efficient. She's the one who usually helps you. She's in HS. Yeah. It's. <laughs> All right. Any concerns? He still hearing well? Uh, he was tugging on on my uh, <coughs> on my right ear here. Does that does it look okay? The healing seems to be holding up, so I'd say you're fine. Uh, we'll keep a close eye on it, though. I'm not seeing anything; just a little bit of irritation. Still looks like cauliflower here at the top, though. It does. It's, uh, oh, <laughs> it's it's kept its exquisite form. Oh, thank you. Okay, good, 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 good. Thank you. And my, how's the nose? Is it still? Uh, pummeled the shit and flat. Is that okay? Is that looking okay? It is indeed distinguished. Thank you. <laughs> You're a lovely lady. They don't allow us to tip. Otherwise, tip the shit out of you. I'm going to take off now. We'll see you tomorrow, Mr. Dagger. 2 p.m. the usual time? Why did you adjust it today, by the way? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I think he did. Or somebody he's working with. He being the one they carried out? That'd be him. Martha's not going to be happy to hear about this. That temp agency keeps sending us disasters. And this is exactly what she was talking about before. She's going to be right pissed. I'm going to go meet up with Snake. I'm going to go meet up with Wade. So we're going to miss each other because we're going to meet up with one another and didn't tell the other one. And I'm carrying an open jar of peanut butter. <laughs> and I'm carrying a bar of chocolate on half unwrapped. Yeah. <laughs> you two set off to meet up with each other and you miss each other. So I get to the occupational therapy place and he's not there. I call you when I get to your desk. <laughs> and, and I call him when I get to the occupational therapy. Yeah. Because we're men. So why communicate properly? Uh, I call you. I go, I'm here at your desk. Where are you? I'm here at occupational therapy. Oh, God damn it. Okay. Um, come back to me. I don't want to go there. <laughs> I have well, bad I, memories of the place for some reason. I will if I'm not assaulted. I'm, I'm not as good at uh, twig and berries as you are. So hopefully I okay. escape unscathed. Okay. But speaking of assaulted, bring me a peanut butter product on your way back. You I will. happen to be holding an open jar of peanut butter. I have half an unwrapped candy bar. What? Well, let's, let's plan to run into one another. Absolutely. I'm going to be here at your desk looking through your drawers. Talk to you later. I love you. Exactly. Bye. And I'm on my way back. All right. I get back to my desk and I put the peanut butter down without the lid on on the desk. And I toss the lid down like a Frisbee. All right. Do you guys want to follow up on Tehran? Do you want to just resume your working until you go to meet the guy at the pub tonight? No, following up on Tehran. I concur. Snake, give me a computer use hacking. 60 under 71. You can see that he was brought in as a contractor with a temporary badge. Reporting staffing agency. 
is Laurel's staffing personnel. The first line of checking was seeing if they were here and recorded. What do you do next for your research? Well, since I have the name of the temp agency already, I was going to hack their personnel files and see if I could find his. Wade, what are you doing to try and follow up? I'm done restocking forms in his desk. That means I'm going to go over to my stuff and research. How are you going to find out information? What are you going to use? Okay, so one of us is going to half-ass research. He's going to call Occupational Health and speak to his nurse and ask them what temp service they use. I'm going to share that information with Wade, though. And, and, yeah, and over Teams, Wade responds to you, okay, so I'm doing it the stupid way, I guess. I'm going to get back to paperwork, and you tell me when you're done investigating, Mr. Efficiency. Wade, you're sending that response back as the phone is ringing in Occupational Health. And just as you get ready to hang up and in the call, Steph picks up and goes, Occupational Health Center, this is Steph. Hi, Steph. This is Wade Dagger. I was in there a little bit ago. Uh, you remember? Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, the fella that got carried out, out of curiosity, what temp agency did we use that he was filling for? Oh, uh, Medical Professional Society. Oh, thank you so much, Steph. Uh, you have a good day. You as well, Wade. <laughs> he overchains. He goes, also, Steph confirms it's Medical Professional Society. That. Uh, so what's the relationship between that organization and the Laurel staffing? I don't know. Uh, the Laurel staffing personnel, which is what uh, you found in his sign-in badge uh, and records information, is not the Medical Professional Society, which has its own contractor's entrance, contractor's badges, and tracking information. That is what you two have. Okay. So we compare notes then. Yeah, I call you to compare those notes. Aren't we in the same room? I answer the phone. Hey, Mr. So, <laughs> yes. We have our own office, as in our own office with our own workstations. I now realize those aren't separate, so I'm calling him from three feet away. Yes, which I'm, is I'm making the way eye contact with you when yeah. I answer the phone. Did you hear Steph just now? I had it on hands-free. Did you hear her? I did. Yeah. And then and then you... Okay. Uh, I got to get back to work. There's this guy who won't shut up behind me. And then I hang up. <laughs> <laughs> and he spins around in his chair to look at Snake. So how big do you think is their breach? Because we've uncovered a fucking breach. Cultists are getting pimps in here. Into the fucking annex. <sighs> Snake looks contemplative for a moment. Then he spins around in his chair, so he's back to Wade, and he calls Wade back. Wade picks up the phone and goes, and goes, Hi, Snake. How are you? Snake turns back around in the chair, so they're facing each other. <laughs> so as I understand it, we normally... Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Yes. And Wade holds down the phone, covers the receiver. Snake does the same thing. And he goes, Would you shut up? I'm on the phone. Puts I'm on the phone, the phone to too. <laughs> Puts the phone back to his ear. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Snake looks <laughs> puzzled for a moment. And then he, then he hangs up the phone. <laughs> Without breaking eye contact, Wade hangs up as well. So <laughs> Wade and Snake are staring at each other, having both hung up the phone. <laughs> that takes a second or two. And then Snake glances to his phone, then back to Wade. He goes, the bit's over with. I'm sorry. And he starts texting Wade. (laughs) And and Wade kind of like does that half bend around so that he can see the phone. Use emojis where you can. I like those. (laughs) So Snake, he's like, uh, what was the name of the actual organization? The medical staffer, professional staffers? Medical Professional Society. Medical Professional Society. Fingers on chin, contemplative looking up emoji. (laughs) Return, return. Laurel staffing personnel, three fingers on chin, looking up uh, contemplative emojis. Uh, Then the uh, return, return, wide-eyed emoji. (laughs) Question mark. Send. Wade, Wade looks at it and then texts back. New phone, who dis? 
<laughs> Snake calls Wade. <laughs> and then when Wade fails to answer, Snake calls again. No. <laughs> this is how Snake is dealing with his his what the fuck from last night. Yeah. Yeah, and and Wade is Yeah, 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 yeah. He's still well, in Wade that. is engaging. Wade is engaging for pretty much the same reason, but he picks up the phone. Uh, so yeah, Wade picks up the phone and goes to Lula Clark's office. How can I help you? You know damn well who this is. <laughs> don't leave me on red. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do with this information. Um, probably investigate it like investigators. What do you think? I feel like we're not treating it with the proper gravitas of somebody who attempt to pull your ears from your head. I nearly pulled his father's tackle from his body. It's okay. I, I, I'm not that worried about it. I'm more worried about the breach here at the annex. That's what's worrying me. So that's why I'm not moving on to the all the other shit I have to do. All the everything else. That's not shit that happened this afternoon. Well, we've got a few hours before our 7 o'clock meetup. Um... I was going to hack the personnel agency and see if I can pull Tehran's file. Okay. All right. Course of action settled then. Indeed. Good day. Click. Click <laughs> doesn't. Did you hang up? No. You have to hang up first, <laughs> Wade. You have to hang up first, Wade. <laughs> I'm Snake. You're Wade. So if Wade hangs up first, that's you. Fine. Love you. And then Wade hangs up the phone. Snake looks at his phone, looks at Wade, looks back at the phone, looks back and at Wade. And Wade pantomimes hanging it up with the hang loose hand sign and and then hanging it up. Snake sets his phone down. Swivel. Wade turns over his phone and presses off and then, and then turns it back over. Snake leaves his phone on. He just swivels back to his computer. Yeah. And then he types like a velociraptor does. Okay, so I know what Snake is going to be doing. What is Wade going to be doing? Wade is going to be actually calling people since we have somebody hacking in. So he's going to call Laurel's... Laurel's staffing personnel? That's the one. You're able to look up their general reception line. It looks like you also have a staffing representative. Going to call the staffing representative. Because it's fun to say... Hello, my name is Douglas Gentry. I'm a detective with the Metropolitan Police Department. We're looking into a case of fraud involving your company, at least its name being used. It's concerning a Tehran Halverson. Do uh, you have any information on him? I'm sorry, your name is what, sir? Detective Douglas Gentry. Spell that name for me, sir. The individuals. That would be T-A-R-O-N-H-A-L-V-E-R-S-O-N. And there are a few hmms and haws. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, sir. We don't have record of such an employee. That's okay. Thank you so much. I suspected as much anyway. He used your company's name on a couple of forms, and we're just looking into it. I thank you very much. Have a good day. Could you please direct to me? Do you hang up before? Yes, yes, I do. And then he dramatically picks up the phone again. No, he doesn't call Snake. He just dramatically picks up the phone and starts talking into it. Snake. Snake does not turn back from his computer. Snake, but listen. If you're Laurel's... looking at it from behind, his right hand reaches out and he picks up his phone from the yeah. desk as he continues to type left-handed. And and Wade continues talking into his office phone, going going. Um, Detective Douglas Gentry with the Metropolitan Police Department just got back to me. He was looking into Laurel Staffing Services. They have no record of Tehran. Also, I need those pictures of Spider-Man by 5.30. And he slams the phone down. <laughs> Snake minimizes the window that has the pictures of Spider-Man open on his desktop. <laughs> And then Wade pantomimes smoking a cigar. Ah, out of one side of his mouth. He goes, 
need my barber to flatten my flat. So I take I, it Snake comes up with nothing. No, I'm going to ask you to give me rolls. Cool. Computer use hacking. Nope, I blew that one. 87 over 71. Well, it's a medical staffing agency. It makes sense that they are protective of all documentation, including the documentation uh, regarding their personnel rosters. Well, that's a brick wall. I'm going to go to the medical professional society and see if I can find information on, on the guy in case they have any record for cover. Uh, for Laurel, then, I uh, no, you're just not able to find anything. I go check the other one, whichever one I haven't done. <laughs> MPS, go ahead and roll again. All right. 25 under 71. That one's much better. Much better. You are able to access their personnel records. There is no record of a Teron Halverson. There is record of a Jeremiah Shortly being assigned to the Annex this morning. The assignment was generated at roughly 4.30. In the morning? Yes. i do some general web searching to see if I can identify a Jeremiah Shortly or try and track the placement of the order for personnel. You're going to track the order, the uh, personnel request? Yeah. Give me a computer use. Oh, I thought you were going for that. I'm sorry. No, uh, hacking. Sorry. Would you believe my hacking and my surveillance are both 71 and my magic is 73? Is it really? Yeah. 55. Got it. 55. Uh, this is all hacking because you're getting into um, databases that you normally shouldn't be able to access. Uh, that's why these are getting classified as hacking versus surveillance or, yeah. or magic. It was generated by a call out to the absence line that was placed at 4.09 a.m. from Raymond Harthorne's laundry phone. He is the usual medical assistant who staffs the front desk at the op occupational health center. So if I have it right, Raymond Hawthorne is the person who called in sick and Jeremiah Shortly was the person who was supposed to fill in for him and instead somebody named Taryn Halverson showed up. Yes, but was still able to gain access. Uh, if you would like to see how that occurred, that the uh, personnel request placed for Shortly was somehow applied to Halverson, now I will need a computer use surveillance. Okay. 18. 18. 18 under? 71. Okay, it's not quite, but you're getting close. Huh. You shouldn't be able to go into personnel requisition forms, but you've been able to get in pretty far. And looking into this one, it looks like it was automatically assigned. It triggered a rule that assigned it to the asset recovery management ticket queue, which is the same one that had those lost laundry devices assigned to it. Wherein the personnel assignment was automatically updated to show the staffing agency as Laurel staffing personnel and the temp being sent as... Taryn Halverson. You don't see any names assigned to it. You don't see any identifiers except for that queue that you know is supposed to be an empty resolver queue. Uh, but it updated it at roughly 445. How hard would it be to identify who created the other work group? The asset recovery work group that is a word off from a real thing and has no actual budget lines associated with it. If you have a good set of administrators, they will disable accounts and move accounts into disabled active groups uh, so that they can still monitor any work. If you have somebody who just does clean up occasionally, they will delete accounts, resulting in all references to said account reading as deleted object. This was created by deleted object five years ago. It added seven deleted objects to the Resolver Queue workgroup. And looking at the history of the Resolver Queue, it has processed approximately 250 tickets in that five years' time. Roughly one ticket a week on average. Does that mean that somebody created this five years ago and has been using it for five years? 
or is it possible that all that was created like accidentally with normal intent and that somebody has taken advantage of it in the intervening time? How does Snake put all that together with knowledge that I don't have? Either one of those are possibilities. It was either created five years ago and meant to be used for nefarious purposes, or somebody is taking advantage of the fact that it was created possibly as a test resource that was not properly archived and disabled and is using it to do sneaky things now. And is there a way to identify who created the thing originally is there a way to track where the two who's handled the 250 tickets in the meantime so that maybe we can create a like a probability matrix of who's most likely involved with it because just to my mind it sounds like snake would go this needs to be referred to auditors there is potentially a way to do it it is incredibly time consuming uh the way to do it would be to take a snapshot of the databases that exist including the queues and then to look for successive backups of sap and individually run them in a sandbox environment until you started getting responses on the deleted objects is that something he has is is that something he can automate or is that something he has to directly supervise and type his way through he could figure out how to automate it given the time he would also need to access those backups that will take some time as well that's what he's going to do fast but it's going to draw a lot of attention then he's going to report he's going to kick it up the chain and report to somebody else Say, this is what I want to do. He turns around in his chair, turns back, picks up his phone, turns back around in his chair with his phone, then without using the phone says, I think I have good news. Wade reaches over, slowly picks up his office phone. Hello? I think I have good news. What's that? We knew we had a breach when we discovered the secondary asset recovery department, the one that we didn't understand where it came from. Mm -hmm. I think we're dealing with the same breach. So the good news would be there aren't multiple breaches we're looking at. It's all one. The bad news is the breach hasn't been fixed. That would be the bad news. And the breach has existed for five years. Also, my office mate keeps making me use my ears no no continue sorry i didn't dial the phone don't hang up on me (laughs) so because the investigation of this database is a five-year history with 250 tickets having been resolved in that time um my inclination is to report to Miss Dietrich regarding how to proceed before I were to move all this data into a more secure place for me to analyze it. As, as you're saying that, Wade's got his phone to his ear. He reaches over with his left hand and, and presses Dietrich's line. This is Dietrich. Hello, I have Snake McCready on the phone. Are you available to speak to him at this time? If it's fast. I'll transfer you. Click. And I transfer you, and your phone starts ringing, and Wade hangs up his. <laughs> and turns around and looks at, puts both of his hands under his chin and watches, waiting for you to pick up your phone. The only reason I'm not going to drag this moment out is because Dietrich said it needed to be fast. <laughs> so Snake puts down his cell phone and picks up his desk phone. Then he holds both phones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just still staring at Wade. Wade, um, Wade writes a note. Keep keep talking. I'm going to show it to you. I can see how annoyed Dietrich is. Um, and Snake explains to Dietrich what he's looking at. Uh, we had previously discovered the three devices from the last investigation were assigned to an asset recovery division that doesn't actually exist with budget lines um, that don't actually go anywhere. Uh, apparently that thread department has received 250 tickets in the last five years and is associated with um, the assignment of the personnel that assaulted Mr. Dagger this afternoon. It all seems to be tied together. I'd like to move that data from the last five years uh, into a sandbox so that I can uh, analyze it myself. 
uh, but that's going to attract a lot of attention. And I wanted your recommendations and approval about our course of action. I'll send you a link to the paperwork to fill out, get it set, and I'll have a storage team working on transferring it and building an environment for you to test and review. I love that font. That's beautiful. For the for the listener, Wade held up a sign that said, I am on so many painkillers. Snake nods at him while he's yeah. talking to Dietrich. I'll await the paperwork. She hangs up. There's no goodbye. It's just <laughs> we're done. Snake puts his cell phone in the cradle of the desk phone and puts the desk phone down on the desk. Because Wade is sitting so close to Snake, he heard everything she said and did not say. And so Wade says, that woman has no appreciation for telephone etiquette. Well, thank God neither of us told her we loved her. Okay, uh, you receive a uh, message over Teams with a link to an internal requisition form. Uh, Dietrich's notes when she sends you this message are, fill out the ticket. Cost center 87353593. Build the environment. So based on Snake's knowledge of bureaucracy, is the way she's telling him to do it the way it should be done? Yes. Um, she's given you the cost center she wants allocated for it. You can look up that cost center if you would like. Yeah. Because to Snake's mind, somebody knows that they're on to them because we know about the asset recovery setting and i remember we had issues with people manipulating the com the laundry's computer system when we did that hr uh mission regarding the vampires the fangs sorry um so he he's fully aware that there's somebody out there in cyberspace that's gunning for them and it, it wouldn't surprise him if dietrich got herself assigned to us in order to disrupt that so he's not overly trusting of, of her information and her motives, if that makes sense. I think I understand what you're saying. You're able to look up the cost center. It is the Data Investigation and Reconciliation Department. It's a pretty bland one. Usually it's the one they use to assign when they need to get a lot of paperwork scanned and they have to temporarily reassign individuals to that group. You can see this requisition history in general. It's primarily used for hours for special projects related to computers in one way or another. Is doing it this way going to take me longer than doing it myself? It will take you longer, yes. However, your ass will be covered if anybody questions why it was done. All right. Okay. Do I need to roll? Yes, I need a bureaucracy roll. 11 under 77. That's a special success. You are able to write the business justification portion in such a way that the ticket automatically picks up on some of your keywords and generates it at a higher priority, meaning it will be resolved within 12 hours. Uh, the work will begin. Snake turns around to Wade and says, I think I know who we're up against. Wade picks up the phone. Who's that then? It's Adrian. I think we're up. No, against. identify yourself. Who is this? Oh, this is Snake. I was trying Where to. Where are my pictures of Spider Man? I was trying to quote from Watchmen, you bastard. Yeah, I know. I know. Go ahead. What are you saying? I, I think we're up against Adrian. Adrian, never mind. Adrian, Adrian um, Asmodeus. No, I know. I know. Asmodeus? Really? Ozymandias, Ozymandias. Whatever. I'm on so many painkillers. <laughs> I am on so many painkillers. <laughs> but seriously, I need those photos by Batman before press time, or it's my ass. Now you want yours. pictures of Batman? Yeah. I was yes. going to say I can't get pictures of Spider-Man because I am Spider-Man, and that would give that away. But now you want pictures of Batman, and the assignment's entirely different. You want them by five. He won't even be out until like 11. <laughs> I need to visit crime alley to see if Batman's parents will kill us. Do you choose to do anything else? Uh, AG has sent you the address. No, I think all, uh, all the research we were doing, I mean, it's tempting to go investigate um, Hawthorne and his illness and 
how Shortly didn't wind up being the person to show up at the appointment, how that might have happened, but I'm not sure we can do either of those efficiently or thoroughly in the time we have remaining. And I, I shared that information with Wade to see what he thinks. I, I don't know either. It would probably take more time. Do you want to risk missing the agent? No. But I'm wondering if we can like call Hawthorne and at least ascertain what his illness was and calling in sick. I wonder if Wade's actual fully like predilection to playing people over the phone might benefit us here. Wade seems a little loopy and overly calm. So I think you should let Wade go down to the hospital to talk to Taryn on his own while you go meet with Andy Griffith. See how Opie Cunningham is doing. All right. As I leave the office, I send uh, several files to the printer and I let Wade know to to gather the documents from the printer when they are finished. Let me know when you do that. And I head out to meet with Andy Griffith. I'm going to get documents from the printer and bring them to you? No, just gather the documents from the printer. Okay, I gather the documents from the printer. Well, I mean, they're done several minutes after I leave. So. Okay, so I'll wait until yeah. after you leave. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Just let me know when you pick them up. I have. I'm glad we had this talk. Uh, yeah, I'll call you on the office phone. I won't have the office phone with me. I, I'll leave a voicemail. It's fine. <laughs> and as he's looking at you, he picks up the phone and calls yours. Hello? Do you pick up the office phone? No, I pick up my cell phone. He's waiting for the actual office phone to ring. Oh, I come, so transfer I, to his voicemail. I go back and I pick up the office phone. Hello? Yeah, I picked up all those documents for you out of the printer. No, you didn't. How do you know? Because I'm standing right here and I oh! just, uh, haven't been to the printer yet. <laughs> I'm so dubious on whether or not people will actually want to listen to some of these bits. <laughs> They won't, and Becky will cut. She knows no, God, doing. I hope not. God, I hope not, because I still need to pay off the documents on the printer. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, okay. So Wade goes over and picks up after Snake leaves, and while he's still in transit, hopefully, he goes over and picks up the documents out of the printer. What are they? Several pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> Some of them clearly animated. There's clear, there's a Nicholas Hammond from the 1970s. There's a Tobey Maguire, but it's from Seabiscuit. It's uh, 5.57 when those documents are ready for pickup. He missed the deadline. Oh, did he? <laughs> Damn. You said yeah. 5.30. So I text, you, printer. I text you that. I text you the time it says on the printer with the documents on it. And then he texts all caps. We missed the deadline, stupid. One of the one of the pictures is Andrew Garfield from the um, Broadway movie, the one that's like uh, click click boom. No, that's not what it's called. Tick tick boom. That's what it's called. Sure, sure, sure. He was a he was a he was a Batman. Here's another one. <laughs> he was a Batman. <laughs> All right, heading to the pub for Snake. That's me. Yes, it is. You arrive a little bit before seven. As you walk in, you see a dark-haired gentleman wearing a V-neck t-shirt and a pair of jeans lift his hand and wave to you. It's been a while since you saw Mr. Griffith. He was dark-haired. So I think that's him. Because it's been months, right? It's been about five weeks. That's months. I head his direction. He stands up as you approach the table and offers his hand up and goes, Mr. Pliskin. Call me Snake. Thank you for agreeing to meet. Uh, and he gestures to the seat across from him uh, and then sits down. I'll let you order and then uh, I'll throw up some muffling. Give me an insight roll. Oh, sure. I rolled a number. Now I got to check what my insight is. Nope. Insight's 34. I rolled 43. <clears throat> 
it's only a minute or so before later comes over and goes for you sir oh nothing thank you turns and walks off uh griffith raises his eyebrows and then shrugs and unlocks his phone and activates something your ward warms a little but it's not like it's taking damage it's just recognizing something and you've been around them often enough you know this as a basically a sound dampening field where people won't be able to eavesdrop mm. I want to thank you for your work on Sunday we knew something was coming but we couldn't figure out what do you know the woman you rescued I had mentioned earlier that I was going to try to ascertain her identity so I could keep tabs on her, but we didn't follow up on that. So Snake would probably say yes, but I don't have that information. Right. We can retcon it in. Okay. Uh, her name is Kalina Slade. She is a mathematics undergraduate at Oxford. She is a fairly reclusive person. Her only social media presence is a blog that stopped being updated four years ago with the news that uh, she was just accepted into the undergraduate program and things would likely get a lot more busy for her. Uh, prior to that, her writings had consisted mostly of general observations, mockeries of her fellow students. You don't but, suspect she was the gray lady, do you? We didn't find her. No, we know the gray lady was someone else, is someone else. She's still out there somewhere. We keep finding her popping up in unusual places. Did you and your friend survive? Well, clearly you did. Never mind. It's not important. I need to get my kites out. I can't. Something worse is coming. Revelson was a symptom, not a cause. I don't know what is coming yet, but there were two incursions in America, one in Kansas and one in Texas. At the same time that the activity was occurring with Revelson, there were no apparent summoning agents used. There were no circles. They just appeared and then they, they winked out of existence. We barely had time to track them before they were gone with no action. And the timestamps that we have match with those of Revelson beginning his ceremony and passing. Where was the Kansas incursion? It was at a middle school in, on the outskirts of Kansas City, Kansas. Uh, in the middle of a gym during gym class. Fifteen students died. We called it a gas explosion. What was it? Nothing that came through fully. A gate was opened. Something reaching through. Grabbing them, yanking them through. For most of them, we didn't even have bodies to give back to their parents. And Texas? Texas happened in a field, the same thing. Gates opening, reaching through. It was in a field of cattle. No one died there. Except cattle. Except cattle, but they were being raised for steak anyways. So, bit of a moot point. Bit of a moot point. Snake just kind of shakes his head at that. It's not a reflection on you. <laughs> it's purely Andy Griffith thing is, is Revelson, Revelson shouldn't have been able to do this on his own. We think that he was being supplemented by other groups, chanting and casting in time. We think that's why the videos were so important. The start of the streams indicated when they were beginning so that the other groups would be able to assist. I've identified three likely cells here in the UK. We have agents looking into the cells in the United States. I need your help to get my men out. As long as they're here, they're open and they're vulnerable. Well, the list. And he slides a thumb drive, an Iron Man thumb drive, across the table at you. You look at it, pop off Iron Man's helmet. There's the USB stick. Ah, he slaps the table twice and stands up and goes, thanks for taking the meeting. Deactivates it and says, next time I'm in town, we'll have to get another round. And then heads for the door. I love you 3,000. Yeah. Take care, Snake. You too, Mr. Griffith. Snake, are you going to try and follow him, or are you going to stay there or go somewhere else? Snake's just kind of thinking about it. 
It feels like there's a whole lot of information missing. It's tailing. Let's give it a shot. I'm going to need you to give me a spot roll. Because I'm good at that. I did it. 29 under 37. Ot 2 under 76 for my uh, stealth. Shook me, huh? Yeah. He hits the door and he's gone. You try and follow him. You try and tail him. You are unsuccessful. Okay. I'm going to cut back over to Wade. Wade goes over to the hospital where Mr. Havelson is. Harrison. Uh, he goes over to that hospital and and uh, goes up with his warrant card and holds it up and shows it to the uh, people at the front desk and says, Hello, yes, I'm Detective uh, Douglas Gentry with the Metropolitan Police Department. I'm here to see... And he's checking his notes in his little notebook. Teron Hal Halverson. Halverson. Both of the individuals at the front desk seem to take on a, a kind of glassy-eyed look. And one of them leans forward in spelling, sir. First name T-A-R-O-N. Surname H-A-L-V-E-R-S-O-N. Room 417, the passcode in response, as black as black can be. Thank you. And goes up to that room. Actually, he doesn't. He stops off at the waiting room first and goes and finds the coffee maker or staff room if he needs to. There is a coffee vending machine. Uh, he's not looking for that. He's looking for uh, specifically looking for coffee filters. He will need to find a staff room. He goes to a staff room. All of them are locked. Uh, they are staff rooms. You have the option of compelling somebody to help you. But That's exactly what I'm about to do. He goes over yeah. and finds a staff member. Come here, I want to show you something. Sir, what's your name? You shouldn't be He holds be up his warrant card and says, Office Administrator Douglas Gentry. Yes, sir. Uh, come here and have a look at this. The gentleman who you stopped stands up and uh, moves over. He leaves the chart that he was working on on his desk as he approaches you. Yeah, he does. And he walks him over to the uh, staff room uh, door. Go ahead and open it. Bing. Thank you very much. You get back to work. And he opens the door. Okay. <laughs> There's a supplies cabinet. You find uh, coffee filters. Yeah, he takes one coffee filter, and then he goes over to the office. Oh, goes over to the hospital room. Room 417, fourth floor, 17. Yep. As you approach, you see two plumbers standing outside the door. He comes up, he goes, anybody come here to question him yet? How dark is the night? As black as black can be. Do you have your card, sir? Holds up his warrant card. They answer with flashes of their own. Nobody's come to question him yet. He's not really capable of answering questions. It's been a few hours, but he's got a lot of pain medication in him. Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> and he goes in. Uh, Teron Halverson is laying in a hospital bed with that particular look that someone gets when they are being pumped full of the good drugs where they are half-lidded eyes, mouth slightly agape, just kind of limp. Yeah. Takes up for, for him to turn his head and look at you, and his eyes widen a little. Yeah. And he turns around, he gets a he gets a glass of water, sits there, and he starts, he takes out his pencil and starts rolling paper towel around the pencil, just like a strip of paper, like pulls two strips of paper towels as he's looking at him, and he just smiles again. Just a very pleasant, hey, how's it going, smile. My head nod. He's wrapping the tissue paper around the thing, looks around for some medical tape, picks up the medical tape, unrolls the curly cue paper towels, tapes one to one side of his head, tapes one to the other side of his head, puts the coffee filter on top of his head, like a yarmulke, and then pulls out his Bowie knife. <laughs> Comes walking over to him. So I understand uh, you're a fan of gore. Starts pulling down his sheet just slowly. 
I wanted to have this little moment alone with you. While you're weak and unprotected. I have your full attention. He starts cutting his bandages off. Uh, uh. And then he holds his knife to his throat and he starts just pulling shit off with his hand. You don't want to make any noise. The people outside will hear and I don't want them to. Well, he doesn't make any noise. <laughs> and he finishes it. He finishes pulling everything off and he just looks and goes, oof, that's a lot of damage. And he holds up the Bowie knife and looks at him meaningfully and smiles really wide and creepily. I'd like to make a roll at this time. That's the one. But that is not a skill available in in Call of Cthulhu. So I need to use persuasion or something. Perform? Persuade. There we go. No, I'm going to allow you to make an intimidation roll based on this. You can use your strength as the basis for your effort. Okay. Uh, you're going to make an effort. Ought to. <laughs> Here's form in this man's eyes immediately and begins spilling out and down his cheeks, rapidly soaking the pillow that is supporting him in his slightly angled repose. Okay. Every muscle of his body is tense, but it is the tension that comes from holding utterly and completely still. There is no fight left. You can hear the machine beep. And looking over, you see another drop of Another drop of that lovely painkiller drop into the IVs running into him. And he just goes, Woof. What do you want? And Wade pulls the ringlets off the side of his head, takes a coffee filter off and wipes his face. And he picks the Bowie knife back up off the bed. He goes, look at that. And holds it up right in front of his eye. Look at how sharp that is. You see that? See how sharp that is? Look at that. Look how sharp that is. He puts the Bowie knife back in his sheath and he hides that under his Mac. And he goes, I just wanted to have this moment alone with you so that we understand each other. I'm not a nice guy. I'm not a nice man. The reason I'm not skinning your dick right now is because it would cause too much paperwork. But it's paperwork I know how to fill out. I'm completely willing to come back here when you're in no condition to protect yourself. I wanted this moment alone with you so that we understand one another when I come back. Do we understand one another, Tehran? Nod yes or no. A very slow and careful nod of affirmation. Good. When I come back, and I will come back with other people, we will keep this private moment between us. But we will remember everything that I am capable of and everything I really want to do to you. But I have self-restraint. Don't make me lose my self-restraint. Have a lovely evening. You want to get those bandages reaffixed. And he leaves. <laughs> like, like, doesn't look back at him. Just as he said that, that's the last words. And just walks straight out the door. Past the plumbers and goes, hey, you guys want coffee? Something to eat? Something snacky, like some chippy chips. A couple of uh, chip sandwiches would be nice. You got it. I'll be right back. And he does. He goes and gets some shit and stands there, talks to the plumbers for like 30, 40 minutes, and then leaves. You guys are out and about doing things. I'm not going to tell you how you get back together and share information. That's up to you. Sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> all he tells Snake, he goes, hey, how's it going? Uh, they never tell you that opiates constipate you, but opiates constipate you. I just shat a house brick. They dehydrate you, and that's what causes the constipation. Is that what it is? I think, it's, I think so. Huh. Okay, good to know. Anyway, I went out to that guy's hospital room. He's in no condition to talk. He kept crying and... I don't know what's up with him. I'm still absorbing everything. 
I was told. Uh, Snake shares with Wade the incursions in Kansas City and in Texas. I didn't catch which part of Texas it was. <clears throat> I don't know. Near Plano. Near Plano. Okay. I've been racking my brain as to what we might have recovered artifact-wise from Cardiff that I could use to track the Grey Lady. <clears throat> because in our uh, effort to rescue Miss Slade, we overlooked whatever the Grey Lady is uh, involvement in Revelson's plot. And I'd like to track her down. Okay. I've yet to open the contents of this flash drive. Uh, I need a, an isolated environment that's cut off from the rest of the system before I'm going to plug it in. I'm just troubled. The snake's having a lot of trouble trying to figure out who to trust. But it gives him a greater appreciation for the organization. So... Yeah. I don't know. Oh, God. There's a lot of threads to pull. Yes. So. Miss Slade is an Oxford mathematician. And that doesn't feel like a coincidence to me. <laughs> Knowing what I now know, there's no scarier fucking term you could have thrown at me right now. Ah. Uh. Oxford mathematician? Yes, horrifying. It, knowing what I know now and what you know now, what they call computational demonology? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Fucking horrifying. I know why. I, then why was she the sacrifice? She had an interest that she pursued. She got wrapped up in this shit. It's just like me. That She's like you. me. She's like me, but smart. Then perhaps you want to go talk to her. Because that also leads me back to who is the Grey Lady? Was it her? And there was a falling out between her and Revelson? How does that all work? Yeah. Maybe I misunder what, understood what you were asking, but it sounded like you were asking if there was a chance Slade was the Grey Lady. Yeah. I mean, that's certainly a possibility. I mean, they're, we're spies. There's plenty of ways to disguise <laughs> your, your identity and reinvent yourself as somebody else. But his problem is, if she was integral to Ravelson's organization, we did not encounter her at the at the Anning Black. So he's going, all right, where was she? Why wasn't she there? And he's going, can I get the remnants of the phone to do sympathetic magnet magic on? To try, or, or is there something she might have? Because I want to track her down. Because we're also looking at now three different coordinated event incursions in different locations, and somebody and a player in the picture that we don't know where the hell she is. So yeah, there's a lot of threads to pull, and Snake's trying to make sense out of all of it because they may all be completely unconnected to one another, and, and he can't find that. You could look into that. There are ways to ask for the phone to do your own investigations on it. It's going to require paperwork. That item, Those items were picked up and cleaned up by uh, the cleaners who were coming in. Mm. We've got the flash drive that Andy Griffith handed over. We've got um, whatever we can recover to try and track the Grey Lady through sympathetic magic. We've got Karina Slade. We've got the sandbox that I requisitioned to check out the asset recovery tickets, the 250 of them over the last five years. What am I missing? What have I not? And uh, the, the chain of events that led up to, to Ron Halverson trying to rip Wade's ears off again. Am I missing any threads? <laughs> what kind of jam would she be if she told you? Well, I'm asking you. She's not going to tell me. I can't think of any that you're missing. Gorehound died with the Anning Black, yes? He sure looked Gorehound down. meaning Revelson? Yes. Yeah, his head exploded. Literally, okay. his head is kerblooey. Much like his phone. Okay. I've no, got that, ways. That went smashy. I've got ways to talk to him, though, even if he's dead, though, right? We've yeah. done that before. Time is passing. Also, 
we're missing his brain, the most important part of doing that ritual. Because it went kerblooey. So, uh, no, I can't think of any threads. I mean, I want to question Tehran. We'll do that tomorrow. Hopefully he'll be less spaced out on the goofballs. So, yeah, I think I think we're at a place where we can go home and sleep. Yeah? Yeah, we'll see what kind of sleep. To my fluffy bed-type bed. I want to sleep there. I want to go to there and sleep. I love you, 3000. Ditto, Mark. Let's go. Come on. We're going to go home. We're finished my... Hang on. Let me finish my pint. He downs it in one and sets it down and goes, I guess, let's go. Come on. We're going home. All right. Snake drops the cone of silence wards. Thanks for joining us today. I hope you come back to our table soon. You can find us on social media. On Instagram, we're at BRPTE. And on Twitter, we're at Best RP Table Ever. Robert Long played Snake McCready. You can find him at Improv Robert on Instagram. Anthony Suarez played Wade Dagger. <laughs>